Hey, hey, hey. It's Saturday afternoon, December 15th. Last episode was Elf to Elf to. So that means it's been a while. It's been six weeks about since we've had a lovely recording with the Budwalk. It's about 4.30 in the afternoon and to the west we've got sunshine. To the east it's still a bit cloudy and gray. And uh, so I'm uh, in the mood to do a recording, I guess. Lucky you. Lucky you fans, my like five fans that listen in on the Bud Walks. Buddy went to the vet today and got his blood tested. We'll see if he got rid of that valley fever or not. He was uh, taking medicine for the last nine months, and now he seems really chirpy and good. He was pretty good as soon as he started taking the meds. But, um, yeah, he's doing good. So I am going for a walk. And that, my friends, if you heard that, that was the sound of 12th of Never. And uh, I probably mentioned the 12th of Never. But I should have done a Swulfta Swulfta recording, but I missed it December 12th. Swulfta, Swulfta, that would have gone well with the Elfta, Elfta. But what do we got? We got So I Say Right. And that was it. You know how it is. What would have been? Or wait, what would you have done? I would have, and then I did. No fear. So this is a no fear. Let me make it a, a no fear 12th of never ale from Lagunita Spear. So for those who, I don't know, I think I probably mentioned the 12th of Never. It's a blue can, an ale out of uh, Petaluma, California. Mmm. I had to get a sip. The sun's still up, shining right in my face as we walk down the hill. And this is a uh, special can. It's one of the large ones. It's 19.2 ounces. Not sure why they specify 19.2 ounces, but... uh, that's what it is. So I, do I, was I inspired to do this podcast? I don't know. I think sort of. A Facebook post got me started, probably. Well, that's part of the inspiration. And Mindy Abear, my jazz, my favorite jazz player. And tonight we're going to see Dave Cause Christmas jazz special in Mesa, Arizona. But first, we're going to go to the Adobe, the Blue Adobe Cafe, have some. Mexican, New Mexican, Mexican food. Very good. Mm. And we're intentionally doing that. So some of this is intentional, right? So um, I was inspired by a writing coach who's got her family up skiing in Colorado. Winter Park, apparently. Yeah, beautiful place, apparently. I've only been in the summer. But uh, yeah, coincidentally, I met the family up there in the summertime. <laughs> so shout out to my one listener from Colorado. So we're walking down the street on this Saturday afternoon. And I did run, so I'm a little bit, I ran five miles, which is, you know, for my age, five miles is a pretty good thing. I'm getting back into running, I like that. And I'm not speedy. You just do your thing, you know, run your pace. Get some of that, um, cardio work in there, whatever. It's good for you, right? I enjoy it. Good little walk, walking on the five miles. So it wasn't a, I haven't built up my stamina quite yet, but I'm working on it. 
and exercising, going to the gym, lifting. So that's going good. But yeah, tonight is uh, the 15th of December and Fumsainte, uh, a little German. So a word in Facebook today was uh, gestated, which I thought was gestatet, like past tense of the, the verb staten. <laughs> staten. So, um, yeah. Bud's got to the vet. He's ready to for a walk. And then we're gonna go do the jazz. And tomorrow is the Super Bowl. What? You say what? How could the Super Bowl be on December sixteenth? Well, it's the Green Bay Packers playing the Chicago Bears, going for the sweep. And it might be the only memorable games that we've had this year in the 100th season of the Green Bay Packers. And there's Santa Claus taking his dog out for a walk. Santa Claus and his pretty dog. Hi. Good. Time for a walk, right? Hey. It's a little bit awkward carrying a big can of beer down the street with walking the dog, but what the heck, do I care? <laughs> what do they say? Dance like no one's looking? Well, walk your dog like no one's looking. There you go. <laughs> walk your dog like no, no one's watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so what is the mood? Moods are important. I'm a moody person, but aren't we all, right? Isn't everybody a little bit moody, right? So we're moody. I'm a bit moody. So running and running an hour like that, and I really haven't had much to eat, so I'm saving it for the new Mexican food tonight. And uh, so I'll probably have a enchilada, chili riano, something like that. And uh, we'll see how that goes. Jazz is always good. But my, I got busted. My wife doesn't like it if I drink beer, you know. So what, you know, the question on Facebook was, what do you you do? What do you do intentionally in the family? Well, I think we should intentionally drink beer, but the family's not on, all on board with that. So my wife busted me drinking a beer. So this is the, for the podcast listeners. Listeners, the uh, truth be told, see, I've got a, I usually keep the beer in the garage fridge. So um, I'm having a second beer. You know, my wife's, you know, one beer. Of course, these are a little bit bigger beers. They're like one and a half. So I'm on my second one and a half beer as we walk Bud. So, um, yeah, Arizona. It's like 68 degrees. A little chilly for us. You know, it's been getting down to 40 even, 40 degrees in the morning. And this week was beautiful. We got to see Mercury. So I highly recommend Go Skywatch as an app, Go Skywatch. And it's a, like, I think it's a three buck app when I bought it a couple years ago. And you can point it at the sky and check out the stars, constellations. Got little factoids about how far stars are away. But the planets are always cool. And so Mercury, as you know, is really close to the sun. So it's so close to the sun that, you know, how are you going to see Mercury, right? So you can only see it 
like if things are just right when the if uh, Mercury is on the right side of the sun and the sun is below the horizon so it hasn't come up yet so you can uh, see Mercury so this week has been a Mercury week I don't know how long it's gonna last but uh, you can if you get up like an hour before sunrise look to the east where the sun comes up and uh, you'll see uh, Merc Mercury will pop for about 20 minutes that's it you got 20 minutes to see Mercury that's it and then Jupiter usually comes up well this time of year Jupiter just happens to be in an orbit where where you can uh, where it's close to um, where Mercury is and Jupiter's a much larger planet and uh, so and then Venus is really bright in the morning but uh, Venus isn't quite as close to the Sun as Mercury but it's super bright in the morning so you can see Venus Mercury and Jupiter I think late in the evening you can see Saturn too so a plug for go skywatch go skywatch and uh, you can use your iPhone app probably Android and uh, check out the constellations there you go little scientific guru so Saturday at this moment I'm a bit buzzy buzz but I and there, part of that was a cigar from last night got a nice Camacho cigar and I was hoping my friend would join me and uh, but he was gonna go see his girlfriend I love that 64 years old with a nice girlfriend so all, all four of us are going out to see our jazz concert because his girlfriend really likes Mindy Abair even though it's Dave Kaz Dave Kaz Christmas concert but uh, Mindy will probably sing her uh, Christmas song I think it's called Christmas song and uh, well done and uh, we'll see she's been in her bone shaker mood kind of rocky mood which um, is good it's okay it's good it's different but I, I kind of like her classic jazz stuff I was just listening to as good as it gets as good as it gets so I'll, I'll make a statement on the podcast you guys can hold me to this I, for a thousand dollars I can get a beginner saxophone can you believe that get a beginner sax and if I could uh, just play one song as good as it gets that would be a great song for me to learn I'd love to be able to play that it sounds saxophone sounds so good sounds really nice and another one on that album is called remember that's also a classic so you know Mindy Abraham I think the albums come as you are but uh, I pretty much have all the albums now she started in like 2004 so it's been around for 14 years pretty cool and Dave cause of course uh, is good Michael LinkedIn is another jazz player I like so maybe I'll expand my my jazz consumption it's just relaxing Kind of like walking the bud. It's 
The sun is hitting me right in the face right now. It's warm. I got a jacket on, light jacket. But... Oh yeah. So Bud's just enjoying himself out here, pulling me along on the leash. So shout out to the uh, riding coach again in Colorado, skiing the family, nice pictures. She's been on fire this week on Facebook, man. She, she's uh, doing her thing, but she's pretty, you know, she's a very organized person. So she does these like 30 minute Facebook encouragement to get writers to write. And don't we all have stories? We all have stories to tell, right? And uh, you can start your own podcast if you want to tell stories, but uh, the traditionally thing is to write a book. <laughs> write, a bo <laughs> write a book. So, um, yeah. Pause for a sip here. Mm. Very nice. So running, and then the first thing you do after running is drink a beer. That's probably not the best training regimen. But hey, it's my own training regimen. So there you go. And I had the rest of the cigar. The cigar, that Camacho cigar, was um, so good. And I was probably had about an hour's worth of it. Almost, maybe, yeah. But I didn't quite finish it, so... I had about an inch and a half to go. It's a really nice cigar. And um, full body, as they say. Full body cigar. And, uh, yeah, I enjoy that. So there's some people following us. They probably don't like public consumption of beer, but I'll do what I do in Germany. Just say, don't tell the police if it's not allowed. Don't, don't call if oh it's not allowed okay well don't don't tell the police then okay <laughs> and there's Katie's family the dog Katie the dog who only likes buddy she doesn't Katie doesn't really like other dogs but but somehow buddy and Katie get along well so I don't know if Katie's out or not this is Katie's house. Howdy. So, come on, bud. I gotta keep walking. There's people behind me. I don't, don't want to really hide my beer, you know. This is this is live action podcasting, unprepared as usual. No thing, nothing specific. Did some tweeting. I, I took Twitter off my phone app, so I don't have the, the phone app Twitter, but I still can get to it with a little more work, so I don't go on it all the time. But I just enjoy the Twitter, you know. And I, I have my persona, my Wu Chang persona. And really, I don't think people should be criticized for anything they tweet. Like, we had Roseanne Barr get in trouble, lose her job because of stuff she tweeted. I just think the whole thing is, like, ridiculous. It should be just, like, no... Anything stated on Twitter have no like serious consequences that's just my thing and I was called a troll again I, I just I'm not a troll I, I I disagree that I'm a troll I am just I'm just uh, well I guess I'm sort of a contrarian I guess I'm just me and I see stuff and I just I, if I disagree oh there's probably not a single tweet that I can't find something wrong with I guess 
So I guess it's a little unfair that I go after a few people in particular, but the virtue signaling, I love that expression. I learned it from Greg Gutfeld. What a great, great writer, of course, and also a comedian and just politically astute. Just a good guy, a little five foot six or whatever he is. The little man. So the virtue signaling, that's the thing, that's the great expression. And there's, there's just so much virtue signaling in our lives. And we, it just goes by. For me, I'm susceptible to it. I don't, I mean, I'm starting to realize, hey, that's virtue signaling and I don't like it. And virtue signaling is like, oh, there's poor people over here. We got to help them. Well, sure, go do it then. Just go do it. Don't tweet about it. <laughs> just go do it. If you want to help somebody, go do it. But the virtue signaling, it's just, it just doesn't, I'm just tired of it. And I guess we get it, we also get it in um, churches and other organizations. So Bud's really, Bud's doing a number today. I gotta get another bag, get another bag out for Bud here. And uh, it's still light out, so. If you see the poop, you gotta pick up the poop. So, the rustling of the bag. I'm such a great dog owner. Picking up his poop like that. So, you know, that's what we do. And uh, do I have a beef? What do I have a beef? I don't know, sort of a beef. My, uh, I work in a global company, so I got people from all over the world, and I got colleagues in Europe in my group, and they I, they must get like five weeks vacation. It really bugs me a little bit. It, just, it bugs me a little bit because I also had six weeks vacation at one time. And six weeks vacation is very civilized. <laughs> it's a very, very civilized way to work. So they're, they're taking next week off already. They got, you know, it's like Christmas is on Monday, the following Monday. So it's like, eh. I got five weeks vacation, what the heck? I'll take next week off, man. But not me, not us, not us Americans, us hardworking, hardworking Americans. We don't do that stuff. And if I was president of the United States or had power, I would, um, I would make a labor law that uh, if you're in your 30s, minimum, three weeks vacation. If you're in your 40s, minimum four weeks vacation. It doesn't matter if you start with a company, because we, you know, we do change companies a lot more frequently than we used to. So these vacation policies haven't really caught up with the times, you know? I mean, it used to be um, admirable and respectable to work at a company for 20 years or 25 years, but nowadays people change jobs and it's good to change jobs and take your skills that might work better at someplace else. So you may be 40 and you maybe have worked, well, let's say you're 45 and you've worked 20 years at one company and you're getting four or five weeks vacation and you go to a new company and they go, well, HR says, well, the policy is two weeks vacation. You only haven't worked here a year. so." You know, you're going to get two weeks vacation. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, you can try to negotiate it. 
it's not you know may or may not go over well but it, i mean if it would just be easier for everybody if the if the the labor laws were look man the dude's 40 give him four weeks vacation the dude's in his 50s give him five weeks vacation okay easy peasy because we deserve it right we just get refreshed but I really don't have much of a complaint because my job is really good so that's the other thing too it's like if you don't like it then maybe by the time you're 50 you should be an entrepreneur or maybe by the time you're 50 you should have your own business and you can do what you want and I like my job because I think I, I get to work at home and I'm doing fine and uh the other reason the, the Germans or you know, Europeans need more vacation is because their their uh, style of living kind of sucks. So you need, <laughs> if you want to do something, you can't go to the store and start working on your house at uh, six o'clock at night or seven o'clock at night. So if you want to remodel your bathroom or something, you might, you're probably going to need to take a week off from work. But whatever, this podcast is never about whining, is it? We don't whine, no reason to whine. And uh, so now I'm walking on the new freeway here. It's quiet right now, of course, but Bud and I are out here at the edge. There's dirt piled up and rocks. It's 2018. Not every highway that needs to be built has been built. So I am standing probably where there's going to be a wall. We're getting a wall built out here sound barrier wall about 14 feet high and uh, we'll see how the how that does in about a year and a half from now but right now bud and i are walking in the dirt and there's uh these tracks in the ground from like wet mud squished under 50 tons of machinery as they move rocks and dirt for this new freeway. So, mm. yeah, quality podcast. And I, I kind of like these. Uh, on a football, there's a there's a guys. They're kind of they're pretty funny. I enjoy them. They're called Packer Transplants. So they're Green Bay people that moved to Manhattan, <laughs> New York, and they have a little studio. And they do a podcast video thing. And they talk about the Green Bay Packers. And Benke, Corey Benke, is a diehard optimist. Like, I'm kind of like that. We can still make the playoffs. <laughs> we haven't, Green Bay has not won a road game all year. But let, wait, it's never too late. We got two more road games. The most important one is tomorrow. And, uh, when the Packers win tomorrow, I'll probably do another podcast just because it does bring joy to my my life. So I'll be intentional and do a podcast tomorrow when I walk, bud. Oh, but oh, hey, it's going to be tough. It might be tough to fit it in because we have the German. Let's see if I can pronounce it right. Gottesdienst, Gottesdienst, not Gottesdienst, but Gottesdienst. So they, uh, around Christmas here, there's a Lutheran church and they do a German 
uh, Christmas service. That's what the Gottesdienst is. I guess it would be translated God's service. You know. So there we go. We're gonna go. My wife's gonna sing German. Stille Nacht, probably more than likely we're gonna have some Stille Nacht, which is Silent Night, which uh, sounds so great in German. Stille Nacht, the still, still night. And uh, so yeah, well, uh, that's 4.30 in the afternoon. And uh, we'll uh, be doing that. And the last couple years they had a woman, German woman pastor who's head of uh, some kind of German speaking church in Washington, DC. So that's probably pretty cool. She was good. And tomorrow I guess we're gonna have some guy speaking. And it's German and uh, my German is pretty good, but I, I probably only understand about I don't know, 60% of it. So there's a lot of reading between the lines, but it's just kind of fun to get together with the, with the Germans and uh, the wife, and maybe the Schwägermutter, Oma. The Schwägermutter, she might come on over as well. And uh, yeah, so I, I love the German stuff, but which is, and I doubly love that I'm not German at all, see, because I don't have any German bloodlines in me. So I'm Irish, Danish, Norwegian, and Swedish. So, Bud, where are we going? We're going up this, Bud, we're gonna have to fit, we're gonna have to get through these ropes or something, get back on track. We went a little far, and we got to get back into the standard walking area. But I'll probably, well, maybe I'll go over the top. I can get over these ropes. And Bud, you'll have to go underneath. I'll have to let that down. Can't spill the beer. Oh, got to get my legs over the top. There we go. You don't even, this, is, this doesn't even have to be on video. It's probably on video, it'd be really. Not that interesting. Oh, bud, you're taking the leash from me, man. But, uh, yeah, I'm not real skilled. That's Bud walking away from me, dragging the leash. Hey, Bud, let me get the leash. There you go, stop. All right, he may have heard some of that. So now I got the leash back. I got more control over the dog now. And uh, a Mini Cooper. I'm looking at a Mini Cooper, a brown one, and it's got the classic Arizona sun beating on the paint, so it starts peeling. So that's a bummer. So the UK didn't do a good job of painting, even though it's got a BMW engine in it. The Germans didn't bother to teach the English how to paint a damn car. <laughs> Oh, Mini Cooper. It's pretty nice. Hmm. I think I talked about that before when we went to Yosemite. We had a little Mini Cooper convertible. It was very fun. But anyway, yeah, I almost ran out of gas on that. Pretty exciting. 
So there's some inflatables out here. It's Christmas, Arizona. Arizona, we do inflatables, lights, and then you turn on the blowers and they fill up the uh, the deals. And uh, it's a pretty pleasant evening. So we had the Elf to Elf to announce you had to wait six weeks to get this podcast. And I'm sure you're real excited. Oh, another podcast from a buddy walk. Bud is doing great. And I still want to clone him. He's such a great dog. 22 pounds. And he's been getting a lot of scraps from the table lately. So he could balloon up from 22 to like 25 pounds, but he's not doing it yet. Maybe it's because we do the good walks. The Bud walks twice a day. Once in the morning, once at night. Mm. But fortunately, I don't podcast every dog walk, right? (laughs) Save save the special. Save it for something special. So what is that? I'm in a new job, so I'm feeling pretty good because I've... um, And this is where grace of... The grace of God is... It's like... I'm really fortunate to be in this position and I, I want to do a great job. And, and then I got another year probably to, to just really make it happen, which is great. And the sales cycle is like long, like 18 to 36 months. So the boss is being pretty uh, general, generous about that. So there we go. Got a big meeting this, well, not a big meeting, but it's an introductory meeting to an important potential company. Just a, a small aerospace company. A <laughs> hundred billion dollar aerospace company called Boeing. So, yeah, just a, we'd like to get like 1% of that hundred billion. And uh, we probably won't, but maybe we can start with like 0.1%, like a hundred million. Maybe 0.05%. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Mm. Ah. So now we're heading back home, and I'm looking at the mountains, and the sun's shining on them, and there's shadows. Really a pretty thing. Oh, there goes a rabbit, bud. You totally missed that rabbit. Your your rabbit radar is not working. And, uh, yeah, so looking at the mounds, and these are not really mounds, they're like hills, but they're rocky, and you can, we can see a long way here. So, I can, it's, it's Arizona, it's kind of freaky in a way, because we shouldn't be here without air conditioning, without technology. None of us would be, would be here, it's too damn hot in the summer. So, air conditioning technology we got it so the skies are clearing up we're cloudy today but uh, yeah what else what else Twitter um, I don't know with this news cycle 
sometimes the crap. It's like it's amazing how angry people are when unemployment's like less than 4%. So that's a good thing. I hear some coyotes out there, bud. Do you hear those coyotes? Coyotes are getting hungry earlier in the evening here. Maybe they're hunting for some rabbits. Rabbit hunting. Coyotes. <laughs> yep. So I'm looking at, there's an American flag on the, on the garage. You know, nice, patriotic. Um, so what else? Good sound. I like, I like the sound of coyotes. As long as they're not like right on your on your case. Coyotes are good. Let's see, Bud's walking over here to the... Are you walking to the picnic table, Bud? Where are you going, Bud? Do you need a break? It's been kind of a long walk for you, Bud. So, I'm about 10 times the weight of the Bud. And uh, Bud's got four legs, but he's only about, I don't know, a foot tall. So when we walk a mile and a half, probably for him it's like a 10-mile hike. Not sure what the, the equivalent is, but he's pretty happy wagging his tail. Hmm. So Chicago people, I, got, I think I have a listener or two in Chicago. The one in Chicago likes Rob Bell. Rob Bell's got some good podcasts from his back house, from the back house. He just finished an 11 episode series over 11 weeks called Jesus H. Christ. And uh, very well done. And uh, highly recommend Rob Bell's series Jesus Age Christ because it's just good. He uh, he does a good job. I like the way he reads the uh, gospel stories and shares them from the um, kind of like a slightly different perspective perhaps. And uh, I like the one of them I was thinking about is there um, Jesus has no thems. He has no thems. <laughs> That's a great one. Um, and essentially, it's like we have, there's so much of this us and them, especially even in the political world. It's like Democrats, Republicans, Democrats, Republicans. And even the Michael Savage, the, I get a kick out of that guy. He, he doesn't care too much for the whole Republican Dems. And really, it's funny because Trump is really not a Republican. He just, it's just funny. He like, was able to ride on those coattails and get get in there, but he's he's not a ideological Republican, whatever the hell that is. But uh, that just maybe it's the nature of the times that ideology is just a bunch of crap. So you can't stick to an ideology and try to squeeze people in to um, some mold. And again, that's part of the virtue signaling. You know, it's like well, Republicans believe in this, so you, you know, you ha if you're going to be a quote unquote a Republican then you have to do this. It's like, that's virtue signal. You're saying, the virtues of a Republican is to do this, you know? And it's like, Trump doesn't care. So he's not, he's not really a Republican, so. It's, um, 
it's kind of cool that way. Mm. And it is what it is, but it's people stuck in their ideologies and purists. What's this purist thing and group thing and identity politics? Hey, bud. You want to keep going, bud? Yeah. Huh? Should we keep going, bud? Yeah, you're such a nice little dog. Getting up on your paws like that. Okay, we'll go. Shake it off. We'll keep going. Maybe you'll see your teddy. We're coming up on Teddy's house. I always forget Teddy's brother's name. And uh, they got a they got a as close as a natural clone. A, uh, it's not exactly a clone dog, but it's a natural clone. Same same parents. Different litter. Came out white this time. White dog, so they got a black and white. Teddy's black. And I forgot I forgot the white dog's name. Racism, yeah, black and white. So I was driving my car the other day and I, and there was a black guy walking pushing his bike like he had a flat. You know, and I'm like, honestly, this is what goes through my head. I'm like, well, this guy's got a flat. He's pushing his bike up the road. Should I stop and help him? And I'm like, no, I, I don't have time for that right now. So it's like, but I'm like, that's not a racist thing. I mean, if it was a white dude pushing his bike uh, up the same road, it's not like I'm going to stop, you know, just because he's a white dude versus a black dude. This is... This is the crazy thing about racism and stuff. It's like, they, I swear, there's like so many people think there's a lot of racism out there. And I just don't think there is as much as they think. And it's just stupid. And uh, the more you talk about it, these anecdotal stories and stuff, it's like, and, and, and even this extreme right, whatever the hell that is, you know? It's like, what? How many people, per, like, even if there was like 100,000 extreme rightist people, what, what are 330 million people in this country? There's whack jobs all over the place. Just ignore them. So we got backyard doggies. Woohoo! Oh. Dogs are jealous because Bud's out getting a good walk with a podcasting owner, right? How many dogs? How many dogs have a podcasting owner, right? <laughs> Bud is so lucky. So shout out to Chicago. If I have, I think I have like five listeners that they decided to follow me and whatever it pops in their phone. So they, they could be listening while they're driving to work, Bluetoothing it on their car, changing the oil on their car, going to the gym. Just enjoy. This is, these are the dulcet tones, man. This is walking Bud. In the desert, you know, and uh, you know, one of my criticisms is the the pastor who says, "Some of you are doing jack for Jesus," you know, and it's just it's so virtue. That in itself is a virtue signal. Like you're doing jack for Jesus, and it's like, do what I do, you know, get your who are the five people you know that are far from God? 
You know, and that's if you don't have a, a list of five people you know that are far from God, then you, you're doing jack. You're doing jack for Jesus. And it's also the us and them thing. And um, I'm kind of, it's like, what? how did the Christianity get into this us and them? They really are in the us and them, especially with the, the concept that like, well, if you don't believe the gospel, and then that's spelled the gospel, G-A-H-S-P-U-H-L. It's not, it's not the real gospel that's talked about in the Bible, but it's the Southeast United States Southern Baptist gospel. If you don't believe their way, then you're going to hell, man. You're going to hell. <laughs> and it's like, how loving is that? Is that really? I don't know. Somehow the churches have distorted things, and it's all the us and them thing. It's like we're Roman Catholics, we're Protestants, we're Baptists, we're Presbyterians, we're Met- United Methodists. There's a whole method to this thing. You got to follow the method, man. And are Lutherans? Martin Luther, who probably really didn't, he'd probably be uh, not too happy with the way his crap has been changed. And they don't change the things they should change, and they. They, they uh, haven't, haven't changed much. So the whole black robe, white collar crap thing is amazing. You know? and the lighting of the candles. The, the candles and the musty smell in the uh, Lutheran church. So tomorrow I'll go to the uh, German Gottesdienst at a Lutheran church, and I'll probably, I'll get my youthful smells, the scents, the smell of the Lutheran church, maybe lit candles, and the whole pomp and circumstance of it all. And we need to live, people, right? You're listening to this podcast right now. This is a moment. This is a moment to be in the presence of God and enjoy And there was a Facebook post about, um, again, a virtue signaling thing. They're saying like, well, only 0.02% of, you know, little league baseball players make it to the professional league. So, you know, if if you're taking your kid to travel baseball and he's not going to church and going into our programs, you know, you, when you stand before God in the future, you know, what are you going to say? Because you, you dedicated your life to travel baseball or, or uh, being a celebrity, an actor, whatever. I mean, it's just virtue signaling in the church. And 100% of us are professional athletes. It's this body we have. Is a, this is my answer. I, was poli- I think I was pretty polite and insightful for people. But... Uh, I just said 100% of us are professional athletes, 100%. So just take care of your body, you know, drink beer. You know, it's good for your body. <laughs> it's good for your body. And, uh, you know, it's every moment is a, is a time to think about God's presence. You know, if you're driving to Las Vegas from Phoenix to go to a travel baseball tournament, that's a moment. 
that's that's God's there. God's present. It's I the the message I receive from these kind of virtue signaling is like you have to live your life the way the church says you should live it. You know, do this, go to go to um, service on Wednesday night. You know, make sure your kids memorize a verse in the Bible every week. You know, which is also a pet peeve of mine with the um, the way Christian leaders, so to speak, pull out verses like it's a prescription medicine. You know, go take a Philippians 4.8 and call me in the morning. You know, take a Philippians 4.8. And, uh, yeah, Philippians 4.8 is pretty good. But, I mean, that's not, I don't think that was the intent of the scripture is like just use it like a prescription medicine and uh, do your virtue signaling you know and uh, so where was I with that so I basically just said you know we we don't stand before God in the future it's like you know what are you going to say to God when you stand before him in judgment. Well, why don't you get the scriptural view, which is that God sent his Holy Spirit and we stand before God right now. Right while you're listening to this podcast, you are standing, sitting in your car. Whatever you're doing, you're before God. God, you know, we, we the, the teaching, the message is a living God, eternal God. And... It, the whole concept of like, you know, I'm going to answer for everything I did. Da, da, da. It's a, it paints a picture of a God that is absent. It's like he's just sitting there recording everything you do so that at the end you can just like, you know, try to justify yourself or something. I don't, I don't know. It's just I, I don't think that's the message of the scripture, of the, of the story, of, the, of God, you know. It's like a, an easy corruption of the history for the organized religion to manipulate people. And it's just, it's just not right. It's not helpful. It's the way it's been for a couple hundred years at least. But and maybe that's why people leave, the young kids are leaving the church. Oh, there's so many young people leaving the church. Well, the church probably is still stuck about it a hundred years ago, thinking. And they have these seminaries and they keep churning out traditionalist teachers, pastors, like getting knowledge of the way it should be. And yet the whole, the real message of the whole thing is that there's a Holy Spirit and a living God. And if you don't have the power of God in your life, and it's not like you have to like fill stadiums with people to listen to you orate. It's just enjoy the moment. So it's it's very pleasant to see a Facebook post with some kids skiing in the mountains in Colorado, and that's that's a, a joyful thing, you know. Do I live 
vicariously through that? No, not really. I mean, it's kind of cool. But I, I know the backstory. The backstory is the hard work and family. You know, the husband's working his ass off and his wife's working, doing stuff. So it's a weekend, it's Saturday, go skiing. It's pretty cool. It's hard work, admittedly, you know. You know a couple hours drive and then um, do your ski thing and, you know, that's it. So, what else? Bud, are we going to go through here now? You want to go up here? Apparently, Bud wants to go through this other neighborhood, so i got to open another gate. We have these gated community things that people really don't choose them, but we, uh, we end up there because the home builders decide to build these gated communities because they think it's going to sell their houses better. So then... For the next 50 years or however long these homes are here. We all put up with gates and clickers. you got to have a clicker that opens the gate automatically when you pull your car in. so important because you don't want to have to use the keypad to do it. So I live here in a graded community, but it's not because I said, oh my gosh, I have to get in a gated community. <laughs> but this is this is one of those cognitive biases and judgmental things. It happens on Twitter. It happens all the time. The judgmental thing is that I don't. I live in a gated community. So what does that say about me? Oh, you're one of those people. You live in a freaking gated community. It's like no, I didn't. It's like whatever you think a gated community is or what it implies, it's all bullshit, people. I mean, I, I found a nice house. And it was a good deal. And I like living in my house. It just happens to have a freaking gated community. I didn't like seek out and go, um, I'm searching for a home in a gated community. No, I didn't do that. I don't think many people, I really don't think all that many people do that. But it's just what the home builder builds. So back off. Don't be judgmental. But it's kind of funny because I'm on the, I remember when I was younger, of course, when you're 30, everyone's freaking judgmental and knows better. But when you're 30 or something and you're like looking in like, well, that side of the street is gated community. Our side of the street is not. Oh, we're so, those people are so snooty and snobby. It's like, no, we're just, life's a journey, man. I'm 57 years old, you know, and I like living where I live. So I like it. Hi. Hi. Little baby. You don't have to put a leash on that baby, do you? <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh, there's a dog. Oh, a yellow vested dog. Hey, is he protesting in Paris? No? <laughs> the yellow vested doggy. Oh, buds, it's okay. Yeah, the yellow vests. Paris. So yes, this just this is the podcast. This is what you know, walking the bud in the neighborhood. And uh, mm, very pretty sky as the sun starts to set. And uh, yeah, we're walking down the street, bud. 
And uh, what else? What was it? I was in. The, I was in this. I was ranting on something. Gated community. Yeah. And just people looking for a nice house. Whatever. <laughs> so this these uh, assumptions too is cognitive bias. It's a great Google, man. If you, I highly recommend taking a half hour and Googling cognitive bias. And then there's a whole list of them you may have heard of. Well, that's cognitive dissonance. But there's also this fundamental attribution error, one of my favorites, F-A-E, fundamental attribution error. So like in applying it to a gated community is like, oh, you live in a gated community. Oh, you must be snobby because you live in a gated community. And it's like, dude, we're just people like anybody else. I mean, we don't like wake up in the morning and go like, damn, Wow, what a nice bed. Put my feet on the floor and go, shit, I'm living in a damn gated community. I am so awesome because I live in a freaking gated community. <laughs> so there, there you go, folks. It is what it is. I happen to live in Arizona. There's people in Joliet Prison who also live in a gated community. <laughs> It's, a, it's an eight by 10 cell called a gate. <laughs> Maybe we should just change the name of our prisons to gated communities. <laughs> is that classic or what? I mean, come on. This is, why you, this is why you listen to the podcast. We're getting near the end of the podcast. But that, that, was, that was worth the 40 minutes or whatever it's been to get to this point, right? Right, gated community, man. Yeah, so we're gonna go through a, a wash between one gated community to another because we have to. Hey, bud, what are you doing? A rock? You want to sniff that rock? An artificial grass? You want to walk around this artificial grass and, and wipe your feet on it? Come on, give me a little wipe in the feet on the artificial grass. Mm. So the sunset looking to the east with the clouds is kind of like a sunrise, but it's also a sunset. The pink clouds. It's pretty out here. So Joliet Prison, otherwise known as Joliet Gated Community. <laughs> Maybe, I think I'm going to call this, I'll, I'll, I'll title this podcast Gated Community, just so you get some interest. See if you listen to the end. The Gated Community. Bud, are we ready? Okay, let's go. We gotta, we gotta go across the rocky wash here. And uh, I'm getting kind of hungry, I'm ready for it. I just had cheese this morning. Um, cheese and my second, I'm almost done with my second 12th of never 19.2 ounce can of beer. And uh, that's it. It's not a real healthy diet, you know. Slices of Swiss cheese, coffee, and beer. And uh, an inch and a half of a nice cigar. So we're going to get in our S550 Mercedes 
and drive about 35 minutes to the Blue Adobe Cafe and uh, gonna see a couple of special people that I like a lot and I hope they love us too. I think they do. They love us. It's good to be loved, right? Do you have people in your life that love you? Yeah. I'm kind of a hard guy to love, actually. And, uh, hey, Love Actually, that's a movie. Um, yeah, I'm probably a kind of a hard guy to love, but it, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's doable. It's possible to love me. And part of that love everyone always concept, I do tell myself it's, it's important to love yourself too because we're often hard on ourselves and uh, we don't love ourselves enough. And that, I mean, even Rob Bell, another, another plug for Rob Bell, and he really should have me in the back house someday. Throw me in the back house. Who, who are you? You're all... Yeah, you're walking the bud walk podcaster walking the bud walking the bud so we're heading uphill now bud and uh, I'll have to once I get home I'll have to chill out and just pretend like oh everything's fine you know no. do I have a buzz no I don't have a buzz <laughs> I'm intentional intentional about drinking beer and uh, we'll see how it goes at the Blue Adobe Cafe. Is it going to be a margarita or a beer? I don't know. Maybe we'll get a Sierra Nevada IPA, one of these West Coast IPA things. Because that's, that's my culture, baby. This is whatever culture I'm in. It's the... Uh, walk in the bud podcast culture a culture of one a walking in the spirit podcast a solo spiritu ambulato hey bud I gotta finish this beer off before mommy sees it mm. oh bud I can't can't take you in yet so that's the, the pool pump home in the background and I've got a leak in my uh my filter pack, my 10-year-old filter pack. So I'll have to replace that coming up. So what do we got? I'm trying to control this podcast a bit. And uh, we're coming up in an hour, so one minute to go. So thanks for listening, and uh, may you have an awesome moment. So have a great day. Love everyone always. Bye-bye.